Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Radical Compliance podcast. I'm Matt Kelly, editor of Radical Compliance, and today we're going to talk about compliance officer career development, specifically how the job market for compliance professionals is looking these days, given the difficult economy. Uh, it's no secret that the jobs market overall is not good, largely thanks to the COVID-19 crisis. The compliance field specifically is also exposed to the crash in oil prices, which has hammered the energy sector. And the energy sector has long been one of the anchors in compliance spending and employment. So we in our field do have a double whammy here. That said, regulatory compliance isn't something that a company can just ignore when times are tough. And we do actually have many new issues that still need compliance attention, such as data privacy and workplace harassment or trade sanctions. So I have been wondering what all those pressures mean for compliance employment, how much hiring is or isn't happening, shifts in compensation and salary for compliance officers, and what skills might give you an edge in the job market right now. Joining me to talk about all that is Steve Harrison. He is a partner at Concelium Compliance Search, and he is calling me down from in Dallas, where he is one of the firm's leaders in its compliance recruitment practice. So, Steve, welcome. Thank you for being here today. Hi, Matt. So, first question, just set the scene for us here. How is the job market for compliance professionals these days, and how has it changed, say, since January, before the pandemic? Yes, I think just to, just to set the scene in terms of what we're used to in the compliance recruiting world, so probably for more than a decade, it's been pretty much a bulletproof um, market for us um, with probably hundreds, if not thousands of companies constantly looking for, for that type of talent mm -hmm. um, and, and a short supply of, of, the, of the talent. Um, right now, and, and, you know, since the, the crisis has, has, has been happening, it's not so rosy. I think we're in the same boat across the, the, the whole of the recruiting community. Um, businesses have uncertainty. They're looking at cash flow and um, payroll costs, and that means that people are hesitating or, in some cases, worse than that just cancelling searches uh, when it comes to, to hiring. Mm -hmm. um, however, um, on the flip side, um, we are fortunate in the compliance recruiting um, area that there still remain a number of um, types of search, usually priority critical hires, um, that are still happening just because they have to. Um, a story I've heard of a few, from a few people is that um, those, those uh, hires are coming about through some kind of regulatory pressure um, and obviously the regulators are not asleep, so companies are, are smart enough to go ahead and, and bring on board their, their new people. Mm -hmm. And so let me just ask, I will get to what sort of jobs are still in demand or skills that are needed, but I'm just curious, when you're talking with corporate HR or recruitment leaders, like what are they actually saying? Is it just a pause and maybe things will return? Are they restructuring and compliance functions are being diminished or going away? Are they holding down salaries or you know, what's the what's the grapevine telling you? Yeah, so I think the, the, the most prominent message that we're hearing is is just that things are on hold. Yeah, um, we we've, thankfully we've had very few examples of, of internal recruiting teams telling us that the, the jobs are canceled. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's happened, but it, but it's rare for us. Uh, which we're, you know, which we're pleased with, um, and 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 again, just to try and bring positivity, um, I also hear from a lot of people that they do expect that that things will 
continue you know, in, in the coming weeks and months and people will go ahead with their compliance hiring as, as planned. Yeah. Possibly we might even see a surge um, towards, the end of, towards the end of the year, which would be, which would be great. And let me also just ask, I mentioned in the intro that in compliance, we have two different things here. We have the COVID-19 crisis across all industries. But since you're down in Texas, I'm sure you do hear this, that the oil industry has taken it square in the jaw with oil prices. Um, How much is that specifically affecting hiring, I don't know, in Texas or the energy sector generally, but how much are each of these two forces driving what's happening? Uh, yeah, I guess to some extent. Uh, I mean, we we as a business, so we recruit across all industries. Yeah. Um, so we can to ride the storm maybe a, um, a little in that sense because we don't just focus on that. Mm-hmm. And just because we're in Texas um, doesn't necessarily mean that we're you know heavily focused on the industries that, yeah. that are here. Um, so not not so much. Um, I actually think that um, in, an interesting point is that the financial services compliance area, which was already on a decline. Uh, so it has been for for you know more than a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, it it you know, we've seen we've seen that sort of that effect has been accelerated by by the crisis. So um, that's one of the areas that I think is is um, suffering most. Um, in particular, the New York market, where clearly a lot of that hiring actually um, takes place. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, the SEC or Finra or another financial regulator. Um, may do or say something that means that businesses are having to go out there and and make these key hires. So the market's still there. It's just slow. Um, I wanted to change gears just a little bit to ask what you see for compliance officer salaries, uh, because I have to admit, this is a bit of a beef of mine. I see salary ranges (laughs) that are all over the map. Um, They are even when we're looking at similar jobs or similar geographic markets, Every salary research website or survey I see seems to give me a different number on what the average compensation is these days. What's going on there? What do you see for comp- compliance officer compensation? Yeah, well, so so you make me chuckle because I feel exactly the uh, the same. I have the same perspective. Um, it's a very common question that I get asked, uh, and and there's no good answer to it. I've yet to see a, a genuinely accurate survey just because there's so much difference, um, even within the same, the same industries. Mm-hmm. Um, so the approach that I take um, in terms of determining where the market is, you know, I have a given search and I go out and I, I, you know, talking to the community that I'm recruiting from within. And through that, I get a snapshot of, of you know, where compensation is for that particular group of people at that time. But then, you know, a few months later, it could be it could be different. So it's a, it's a really a really tough one to to contend with. And I would just say any online poll or survey that you see should just be taken with a large grain of salt. Yeah, you know, I was going to ask if you had any recommendations for job candidates about where they can find good data or intel for salary or compensation. I don't know if it's online. I don't know if you have to work your networks or anything else. But um, I mean, any advice out there for people who are just as stumped as I am on this issue? Yeah, so I actually think that um, me, myself, and, and other, other uh, recruiters are probably the best source of, of sort of up-to-date, accurate information. So just talking to us, 
we can give you as much of a guide as possible in terms of what we've what we've seen in a in a given market. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there are there are places online. So I know that the the SCCE, who um, um, Matt, you and I know know very very well from uh, you know attending events. Yeah. Um, they have an annual salary survey. Um, so not to say that that information's um, not not accurate. It's just something, and it's better than nothing as a way of um, you know, trying to see a snapshot of where, where things are at. So I'd probably direct people there. You know, I would say for anybody listening, I agree with you that the SCCE survey in particular, what I like about it is it doesn't really offer an average or a median for everybody, but you can, I, they publish tables where you can look up, all right, at this sort of a sector with this many direct reports uh, and this budget or this number of employees, you tend to make this range. Like you, you're never going to get a median for anybody, but you will find people like you and then you can place, okay, this is probably the ballpark that we're in. So I do agree with you, Steve, that that's uh, an excellent resource to use. Um, all the other salary websites out there, folks, they, they drive me bonkers. But if you find a good one, please call in and let me know where I should steer people. Um, Steve, I did want to maybe pivot a bit to more uplifting questions. So who is hiring right now for what type of a role? Sure. Yeah. So a um, couple of key areas that I've been seeing, um, healthcare uh, and, and the life sciences industries um, seem to me anyway to be the, the busiest um, industries uh, currently for c- compliance hiring. So more volumes of searches and more searches that are really, really happening mm-hmm. versus things that are just posted online that are, that are on hold because there's a lot of that out there um, as well. So um, and and. Another another thing that's interesting that's come up is um, in the consulting world. So, compliance consulting practices of all of all sizes seem to have uh, had a bit of an, up, an uptick in terms of their their activity, and I think that's partly down to the fact that the the work that they're covering would ordinarily be covered by someone who's hired as a full time employee, mm-hmm. um, but companies for whatever reason are not able to do that. So they're they're sort of you know covering those gaps with um, with consulting firms, and the firms themselves. I'm aware of many who are looking to hire hire more people, maybe people who've been displaced from their jobs. Yeah. So they're sort of gobbling gobbling up the talent um, where they where they can. Now this could just be a short term impact, um, but that just an interesting observation I've made of of, of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Are, are there any specific subject areas where you see a lot of demand? I had mentioned data privacy and sanctions earlier, but um, do you see anything like that, not just compliance specific generally, but what specific sort of pain points are they, they looking at? Yeah, so um, I, I don't necessarily know whether I've seen any trends in specific areas of, of coverage. Um, the, the, type, the, level, the level of the professional being hired, I think, is the key, the key observation. So, um, so there are basically two groups that are having the most activity. One is lower level roles, so probably manager level and below. Yeah. Um, there's more activity in hiring there. Now, um, I think that's um, partly, partly down to the fact that those types of hires can probably be made like under the radar a little bit more than maybe a key, a key hire. Mm-hmm. And also probably um, those types of jobs are more likely uh, to, to, to fit into the scenario where okay, we can make that hire through only virtual interviewing um, versus having to have a number of in-person meetings as you would, you know, with perhaps directors, senior directors, VPs, um, people like that. You want to you ideally have some face-to-face time with yeah. those, those folks. 
Um, and on the other side is, um, as I touched on earlier, the critical hiring. So say a company has found themselves without a CCO, um, they must do something about it, right? So, so that's you know, a critical situation. Um, and, and those are all, as, as far as I see, all going ahead. You know, I want to ask a question about the job interview process in a moment. But before I forget and move on, what sort of experience or accomplishment do you think compliance officers should be emphasizing or that people are frankly looking for, whether that is building a compliance function that hadn't previously existed or managing a certain type of team or something like that? You know, what do you recommend people emphasize? Yeah, so you actually, you nailed it on, on your, your first uh, for first try. So I actually had a look at um, all of our searches from um, the past year. And I think probably more than two thirds of them, uh, the clients are out there looking for someone who can actually um, overhaul or create something from, from nothing. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the program development side of things and improving things um, is, is key. And that's, that's a skill that, that pretty much everyone is, is looking for whether it be a cco hire or a lower level person so i think just emphasizing like what have you done in your previous experience that that shows that you can actually make a change to something and what have you achieved i think the key thing is is thinking about tangible um information that you can share on like specifically what what did i do what have i improved are there any uh, metrics that you can provide as to how things were better after after you did that work mm-hmm. um, so yeah so that's that's absolutely top of the top of the list for me okay and then back to the interview process itself you had mentioned maybe doing these by video interviews or something like that um, how are do you think the job interview processes like how are they going to look in the covid world how long is this going to take what's going to happen yeah so I think um, in terms of interview process and conducting virtual interviews. So the technology actually allows for, um, you know, a, a lot the processes to be perhaps a lot smoother than, than they would have been in the, in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I have heard about companies out there who've actually identified a specific individual that they want to hire. Um, and they're basically just putting that on hold until they can have an in-person meeting. So that, um, that is happening. Um, and also, I think that there's a shift somewhat towards um, psychometric and personality testing. A lot of companies already do that. Um, but, but could you make the argument that that, that um, helps bridge the gap between a virtual interview and a real one, tells you a little bit more about the person and maybe gives people a bit more faith as to who it is that they're, that they're looking to, to hire. Mm-hmm. Um, but the... Um, the, the key thing in terms of internal process, say I'm, a, I'm a, um, an individual looking to hire someone into my compliance team, it's just getting the authorization. So I'm just hearing from a lot of people that, um, that they, they are not permitted to go ahead with starting to interview and actually um, bring on board new people. So making the case internally to their superiors um, that this is, a, this is a key hire that we need to go, uh, go ahead with. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I got to ask, since you had mentioned psychometric testing and whatnot, can you give me some examples of that? Is that going to be the weird Google sort of interviews about how many golf balls fit in a bus? And I know that's for engineering. But <laughs> yeah. Do we have weird compliance tests and exercises people might have to do? Um, I, I, I don't think that there are any specific to, to compliance. Um, but yeah, that, and there are there are some sort of in, interesting approaches to it. Um, 
some of them I find they, they sort of ask the same question in several different ways mm-hmm. um, to try and to, to sort of try and determine exactly where the where the person's head is at on that on that particular issue. Almost like if someone's trying to cheat the system, then it will it will prevent them from um, from doing that. Yeah. Um, but it's just like I said, it's just some it's just something um, where there's a you know a lack of an opportunity for for in person contact that some companies are seeing is is helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, other companies are taking the approach that well, why don't we have candidates talk to more people um, to get a you know a better consensus on on someone. Um, so that's that's another another approach. Yeah. Um, which can obviously extend processes out somewhat. Okay. Um, well, Steve, that's pretty much all the time we have today, but you covered all the ground that I was looking for. You gave us a lot to think about. So uh, thank you very much. I uh, really appreciate all your time here today. Thank you, Matt. And again, everybody, that was Steve Harrison, partner at Concelium Compliance Search, talking to us today about the compliance job market right now and how the COVID crisis is affecting the career prospects for compliance professionals. That's all for today. I'm Matt Kelly, editor of Radical Compliance. Thank you all for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time.